Hello there, everybody. This is Father Tom Provenzano welcoming you to the eighth day of the Novena to St. John Bosco, this special bonus episode of the Acts podcast. And uh, today we pray for the virtue of purity. St. John Bosco wanted the Salesians to be known for their purity, like Franciscans are known for poverty and Jesuits are known for obedience. And so we pray for this really much needed and, and so important virtue for ourselves and our lives today. And as always, the text of the uh, novena prayer and readings will be in the description. I'll give a little pause for you to make your own, put your own intention in. And again, if you need a little more time, you could always press uh, pause. Again, I ask you to like, thumbs up. However it is that approval is shown on, on the various uh, platforms on which you are consuming this content, please do that. Please share with others, uh, and I'd really, really appreciate it a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all the housekeeping we need to do so we can go on really with the matter at hand, which is so important, this uh, Novena to St. John Bosco, the eighth day praying for the gift of purity. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. But whoever is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Avoid immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the immoral person sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. From Don Bosco's introduction to the Salesian Constitutions in 1885. The virtue that is supremely necessary, the great virtue, the angelic virtue, the one which crowns all others, is chastity. He who has this virtue can apply to himself the words of the Holy Spirit. All good things came to me along with her. Our Savior assures us that those who gain this priceless treasure become, even in this life, like the angels of God. As I said, for St. John Bosco, this virtue of purity, uh, sexual purity, was one that he held in high esteem. And again, as I, I said at the beginning, he wanted his Salesians to be known for this virtue uh, the way Jesuits are known for obedience and Franciscans for poverty. Because it's really through this uh, virtue that really we are freed from attachments or affections that can either get in the way of us performing our mission correctly, or can maybe attach us to people in a way that keeps us from really fully giving ourselves uh, to God in the way that he wants us to, that really, the Salesian religious anyway, is meant to live unattached to people or places or things, so that or particular people or places or things, so that we can give ourselves fully to the people, the places, and the works that God has sent us to, without favoritism and without self-concern, 
without egoism, and without uh, any other sort of obstacle getting in the way. And, you know, today it's not easy. You know, it's funny. I guess each age has its own challenge. But I remember speaking to an older Salesian. He's passed away now. But he he talked to us once in uh, in a very kind of just straightforward way about the fact that when he came into the con- the congregation when he was younger, it was a different society. Uh, chastity was something that was promoted, not just in the church, but in society in general. Uh, there weren't, there wasn't the prevalence of, let's say, risque uh, movies or songs or, you know, certainly, you know, not pornography the way it is today. And again, you know, pornography has always existed. We shouldn't, you know, kid ourselves on that. But it, it wasn't so out in the open and it wasn't so readily available. And it, it wasn't something that, you know, could be accessed with the ease that it is today. And even in terms of the mores, in terms of how people interacted with each other, how people interacted with the priest, uh, there was more of an aloofness and maybe a separation, and there wasn't the familiarity that uh, maybe we're, we're used to experiencing today. And again, you could see positive in that last one. You could see positive and, and negative in that. But, but nonetheless, he felt that it was, he kind of felt bad for us because he felt that we didn't necessarily have the support to, and the encouragement in order to live that virtue from the culture that maybe we needed to be successful, you know, in pursuing uh, this, this great virtue, this angelic virtue, as uh, Don Bosco talked about. But, you know, this, at a time, though, when many, both inside and outside the church, really question the virtue of purity and the importance of, quite frankly, sexual discipline, uh, I think is when we need this virtue all the more. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny. You know, I've I've in other you know regular episodes, I've I've talked about my love for for pop music, for rock music, and you know all that. And there's no doubt about it, there's a lot of bad influence in it. There's a lot of bad influence in it. And there, ha- there is, you know, the promotion of promiscuity. And it's, it's very, you know, interesting. You know, we, we all heard of Mick Jagger, and certainly one who uh, over the years uh, is, has never been shy about uh, talking about his uh, conquests, shall we say. But it was interesting that one of his former girlfriends basically, you know, in an interview kind of expressed once that ah, he never, poor Mick, he never grew up. He never realized that promiscuity is is chaos, that promiscuity leads to chaos. And really it is. You know, there's a lot of people who, or it does, there's a lot of people I think that don't quite get it. I get so many people who come to me looking for advice and looking for counseling because they feel kind of confused in their life and they they're not sure what direction they should go in and they're not sure what vocation they should follow. And when, when you dig a little deeper, what you find out is that they're not living the virtue of purity. And while they may not be promiscuous in the sense that they're, they have many different partners, they're, they're, still, they're still confused. They're still hurt. 
and they feel used, uh, they feel abused, but they can't quite put their finger on it or they can't, can't quite get themselves to admit that a lot of it has to do with their misuse of this great gift of our, of our sexuality. And so, you know, let us pray. Let us pray for those who are confused. Let us pray for those who have fallen uh, into uh, sins against uh, purity. Uh, you know, on the one hand, it's not the end of the world. The Lord is here. The Lord will, will lift us up and, and will restore us and will give us his grace and his forgiveness. But first, we really need to understand the power and the, the real benefit of this virtue, not just for those who are religious like myself, uh, you know, for whom really living this purity is a must, but for really anyone. Uh, because even married people are called, in a sense, to chastity. Not the chastity of a religious, uh, but the fidelity and the constancy of a married person, faithful to their relationship with their spouse. And so let us pray. Let us pray for married people that they may persevere in the, in the form of, of purity that they're called to follow, as well as religious who are called to follow purity in the way that religious are called to follow it. And, uh, and that the society in general may just may grow in an appreciation for this great virtue, this high virtue that Don Bosco promoted so much. And now let us pray together the Novena Prayer. O St. John Bosco, you prized the virtue of purity highly and strove with all your might to foster it in the hearts of the young and the old. Pray for us that, inspired by your example, we may nurture in our hearts and minds and may act effectively to defend our young people against a culture pervaded by sex and violence. Through your intercession, may God grant me the following grace. So that together with others, I may assist in bringing young people to the love of Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. St. John Bosco, pray for us. Mary, help of Christians, pray for us. All right, thank you. That'll do it for this eighth day of the Novena to St. John Bosco. Tomorrow we'll be back to wrap up this Novena on the ninth day, the 30th uh, of January. May God bless all of you. Again, thank you. I appreciate all you who listen. And uh, please pray for me as I pray for you. Alrighty, God bless you. Bye-bye.